When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, you are well into your week. It is Tuesday. <laughs> On the Colleen and Bradley Show, my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Holly Roberts here with us, keeping us on the straight and narrow. Uh, right. Yeah, we were never on the straight and narrow. <laughs> uh, Neither straight nor narrow. I mean, one of us is not straight and the other one is not narrow. Uh, I don't know what that means. But uh, it's fine. Just go with it. Uh, hey, let's talk about my favorite new game that's about to get ruined. Yeah, you're not the only one whose favorite game is Wordle. Or is it Wordly? Wordlay? Wordly? Wordle? Wordle. <laughs> a very 2022 story, this game. Um, you know, I played it casually. I didn't play it religiously like some people, like yourself, Colleen, Holly. I know you've played this game before. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody who's connected to the internet at some point has played Wordle. Five letters, you figure it out, you got six tries, and the rest of the world is history. It's weird, though, because I am more than a little intrigued by the news yesterday, as I'm sure you saw, Mm. the New York Times bought Wordle for six figures, and not like little six figures, um, like several six figures, several six Mm -hmm. figures, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. A a lot of money. Six figures. uh, Not on the low end of the six figures. No, exactly. Um, Under a million dollars. But still, for a guy who released this organic little game back in October, to then have taken over the world via the internet, Mm -hmm. social media, and then walk away with a six-figure paycheck in just a few months is like the most 2022 thing, but also not. Because I will tell you, when I saw this story, I'm sure like a lot of people, everybody was like, whoa, that's cool for that dude. Also, not cool for the rest of us. And Mm -hmm. we'll tell you why in just a moment. But I was really just intrigued on how something so basic and unintentional achieved a global success. Because think about like everything that goes viral in this world. Like it it never ends well. And it usually comes with a lot of planning money and somebody behind the scenes trying to pull strings to make things happen. Right. Mm -hmm. But like here was a dude, unless we learn in like 10 minutes that this was all just a big sham, which don't put it past (laughs) 2022. Don't put it past the world to make that happen, but still trust let's no assume, one. <laughs> let's <laughs> that should be our tagline, right? <laughs> um, and everyone smokes, but you know, let's just assume that the the story that we know is the story that is that this guy created something organically. He loved puzzles. He got addicted to the New York Times crossword and other puzzles during the pandemic lockdowns, 
And, you know, I'm sure like a lot of people, he created this little thing and it has like spawned several copycats, people making money off of the copycats. And it ultimately led to this one guy cashing in big when a big brand decided to, you know, jump in and buy it up. Like it simultaneously gives me hope for the world because it was so organic and it means that good things can still happen of their own accord. But then also, also, don't worry, the New York Times is probably going to start making you pay for it at some point. Okay, which was... My very, very, very first thought, this is about to get ruined for me, because by the way, I do want to clarify, it was purchased in the low seven figures. So over oh, a seven mil- figures? Yes, over a million dollars, oh. but in the on the low side, which seven figures is not low. To I was begin thinking for with. some reason 700 million, but um, you're absolutely right. So 700,000, yeah, but no, it's, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. low million. It's still... It's still a lot of money for one person who came up with one idea. And there's not like some crack team of, you know, social media people who've like single handedly been trying to make this thing go viral, which it did on its own. It did for sure on its own because this showed up in October. Yeah. On the website. It is. This is not like this has not been like silently percolating for a year or more. This happened in a matter of months. It started in October. Mm hmm. Yeah. By November, there were 90 people playing this dumb game. Yeah. 90 people. So then oh, yeah. that goes to 300,000 by the middle of this month. Um, it went uh, up to 300,000, and now millions play the game daily. So, like, again, in a very short period of time, this thing organically went viral, which is a rare, it's a unicorn. I mean, it honestly it is. It really truly is. And, and kudos to this guy, right? He's cashed in on it. Like, Good good on you, Josh Wardle. Great work. But to your earlier point, the New York Times spent in the low seven figures to purchase this. They got to make that back. And the way that they're going to do that is through advertisements. But then also probably, you're right, Bradley, you might have to subscribe to this, y'all. No, well, you most certainly are. If you read the the New York Times piece, it talks about how, you know, and he said in his statement that it wasn't going to be, you know, that he is like they committed to keep this free, blah, blah, blah. But if you, you know, read between the lines and read what the New York Times is saying, their own reporters, like they have a game, a subscription game service right now that I've actually toyed with playing because I do like playing the New York Times crossword, but I'm just like not committed enough a game player to like Mm -hmm. actually shell out separate money every month for a premium subscription. Also, I already subscribed to the New York Times and I feel like I shouldn't have to pay extra to play games, Mm -hmm. but I get what they're trying to do here, right? So it makes sense that- They're already trying to make me pay extra for your recipes. I mean, we- I I know. Don't even get me started, don't even get me started. If you need our sign in, just let me know. (laughs) My point is- I'm sorry, I don't know what I said. My point is, um, this is just all a part of their broader plan, which should come as no surprise. Eventually, like, they're like, we don't have any plans to make this a part of our subscription-based service, but, like, it's going to. Oh, that's a like, lie. The, it, yeah. It, 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 it just goes without saying. And even if it didn't, it will be a gateway to their subscription service. So the, the moral of the story is, like, we can never have nice things, but also there is like a happy story in here, right? Because we all had this collective experience of playing a game together. And I don't mean everyone because really, truly, it's probably a very small sliver of the American public. But 
like for a brief moment in the midst of all this darkness, like we have all had the opportunity to have some fun with this cute little game. It was like the sourdough starter of 2022. Yeah, somebody said that on Twitter. They were like, uh, Wordle is the t- the sourdough starter of, you know, uh, January 2022. Because mm-hmm. everybody was playing it together. And listen, there are people who are celebrating the potential that this is going to become a paid membership situation. And it's the people who are irritated by everybody sharing their Wordle score on social media. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because I don't I like I don't understand. I get it. And that's probably what helped this thing go viral mm-hmm. is that you gave people a way to sort of share the thing, which is an impulse as a human being. I understand. But I often have to restrain myself from expressing because I do see the sort of like if everybody's posting this, what are we ever going to learn other than our Wordle scores for the day? Right. And I will say, I mean, like, I'll be honest, that is an, it's a daily conversation at my house. So I do the Wordle, my husband does the Wordle, and our 15-year-old son does the Wordle. And at some point, and everybody does it at different times during the day, and I like to do it with my morning coffee. It's like a meditation. Some days it takes me longer than others. Some days it takes more guesses than others. But at some point in the day, there will be a conversation at my house. How many guesses did it take you today? And we'll have a short conversation about it. And we connect with each other because of it. And so I super understand how, if that's how it's happening within the walls of my house, you start to meet your people on social media when they start sharing their Wordle score. You're like, oh, you have this experience too. Let's talk about it. Very similar to how... To go yeah, back to the analogy. Looks... Go ahead. No, go, finish your finish Oh, I was just going to say, similar to that analogy of the sourdough starter, you find your sourdough people and Bradley Trainer, you and Elizabeth Reese could talk for, you know, untold amount of time about yeah, your sourdough no, you, starters. Like you can see the people that are participating in the thing that you're also a part of. Yes. Yeah, so in that way, social media has like lent itself to the popularity, I think, uh, and the virality of this particular game. I will say that said, like, does anybody look at anybody else's score and like have thoughts about it? Because I like I, it doesn't even register like immediately when I see that score show up in my time uh, timeline or my feed, I just keep scrolling like I'm not like I'm glad for you right. and awesome. And I get the feeling that when you get it in like two guesses, you're like, Oh my God, that was like, I am the most amazing ever. But like, that's not translating for anyone else. I agree with you on that. I fully agree. In fact, actually, I was a closet player and one time posted on, I believe on Twitter and maybe on Facebook as well. I said something like, I am both proud of and amazed by your Wordle score. And I cannot tell you the amount of people who came to me and were like, well, are you playing it? And I was like, yeah, I just don't need to share it. But but also, I realized I don't want to. But you take... are like in a way you are sharing it. Like you're saying, I'm here. Right. I'm doing the thing. I'm paying attention, but uh, but also, I I have to check myself because at the same time, if you're sharing your Wordle sc- score because you love it, I don't want to lift my leg on that, right? Any whoozy That's not why we came. <laughs> no, the the question that I had. So again, you know, the the story, the part of this story that struck me, and again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Wordle acquisition, because when you pay lots of money for things, it's an acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, so the New York Times, and I, and I do like it does make me happy that it's the New York Times because I just think that um, the New York Times does know how to. <sighs> 
put together a decent game. So, you know, for business reasons, great. It's awesome. I love the New York Times. It makes me happy. Hi, I hope I can play it. But but like if you're like obsessed with the game and you're afraid you're going to lose out, do you really care that it's the original because there are so many knockoffs? So that said, but my, my original takeaway was simply just that I, I just continue to be amazed at how something like this can go completely viral yeah. without any intentionality behind it, or really very little. I shouldn't say none. Like, I'm, I'm sure it was designed in a way that it wouldn't hurt. But I, the question that I ask you is, what did allow it to become such a phenomenon? Like, it's one thing to get noticed. It's another thing to be successful. So what right. is it about the game? I ask the two of you. What is it about the this tiny little, you know, thing that led to it achieving great success in like no time? Boy, I if I if only I knew that answer, I would invent something uh accordingly, right? To have my own success story. <laughs> but yeah. but I think that there's probably a lot of things going on. I think one of them is sort of where we have found ourselves in this pandemic world. Um I think there was sort of the the um, shareability of it, and it start the word of mouth was pretty powerful. Like, hey, did you see this thing? But also that everybody there, it is such it is something everybody can do. Mm-hmm. Five letter words, we all know words. <laughs> um, we can spell things right. Um, so it's something everybody can do, and and it's not going to suck you into a deep dive like so many other pandemic hobbies do it you can do it in five minutes or less and there's only one available a day so sort of the fleeting nature of it yeah i i honestly think that's probably one of the chief things and holly i want to hear what you have to say because i don't know what your relationship with wordle is but um i do think that notion of uh just doing one thing actually lends itself to people wanting to come back because Mm -hmm. it is so rare that in you know in doing something fun whether it's a game or content usually we can just plug in and like turn the fire hose on and go until we're unconscious from you know whatever content we're getting our kicks uh from but in this sense you just got one tiny little tidbit each and every day holly your thoughts thoughts on wordle well the did you have any particular relationship with wordle yeah i've been playing it every morning there, the bar for entry is low. Yeah. And so it's easily accessible. Also, I think there's something to it that you can only play once a day. Mm-hmm. We miss that sense of anticipation in so much of what we consume because it's so immediately accessible to us. Right. So yeah. there is something, there is joy in that kind of restraint. And yeah. so I think it's successful in that way. And like the, I, like like- the wondering what tomorrow will bring. It's like watching a TV show one episode a week. Yeah. Like, what is that anymore? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you can, and we can practice patience for 24 hours. It's yeah. a little more difficult to do it, you know, with a some things at a time. Anyway. True that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, thank you for patiently waiting for a dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth! And happy Lunar New Year. Yes. Today is the first day oh, of the new Lunar New Year, often referred to as the Chinese New Year. It is um, time for 2022, and it is the year of the tiger, okay? Wow. So um, people in 2022, born in 2022, will be water tigers. The last water tigers were born in 1962. So there are 12 hmm. zodiac signs and five elements that mark each year's sign. Each sign arrives every 12 years, and your elemental sign will arrive every 60. So a few celebrities who were born in other years of the tiger, Queen Elizabeth II, Lady Gaga, Leonardo DiCaprio. There you go. Tigers are considered courageous, assertive, short-tempered, and generous. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a lot of fun facts for it's you. It's the first think? that I have learned I, of this water tiger business. Thank I just you. would like to let you guys know... Uh, that uh, fittingly, I was born in the year of the snake, Team Cobra. Really? Hey, oh, that's piss, wonderful. Piss. I can't remember I what year. Um, I, I was born I'm in 1981, rabbit. so I can't remember. Okay, let me work on that for you. Oh, please. thank you I'm so much. The Googs here. I just think that's sort of fun, you know, to look at different people, and um, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people are celebrating. Two billion people around the world celebrate the Lunar New Year. It's a big holiday. You are. Today. I have noticed because I would do the same thing that you almost say Lunar New Year every Nooner time. Lunar New Year. Also, you were born in the year of the rooster. Elizabeth. Oh, I knew it. And, oh and my that god, of course. So I fitting. don't want to even say what she, I was going to say. Now, you don't. You were going to. Say the c word. Um, <laughs> I once Elizabeth, owned a rooster accidentally, and then oh. had to relocate him to a farm in Hudson. We'll yeah, I was going to say you've never owned. I know you've owned chickens, but you've never had a rooster, right? Because you can't keep those in the. You city. can't keep them, but accidentally, penguin we thought was a hen, but turned out to be a rooster. And we noticed Ooh. that because he would in the backyard start to do sort of a pre-pubescent crow. <laughs> oh, you were like that ain't right. <laughs> and then anyway, he but he lived a long life as a very happy rooster. The people who kept oh, him good. said he was the best rooster they'd Aww. ever had. So yeah, Aww. that story ended nicely, didn't it? Yes, thank you for that. Guys, all the back and forth about Tom Brady, he finally officially said he's retiring. Okay. What do you think the whole, like, what do you think, what was going on there? I don't know. It's very confusing. It was so much back and forth, and he um, posted on his Instagram page that he's done. I, you know, he, I think he was talking about it, and then maybe deciding how he was going to do it, and then he... Then it got out, and then I think he was probably mad that it got out, and he wasn't able to say it on his own terms, and so then, here you go. He has 11 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, I know that's big news for a lot of people because of, and just the length of his career, right? Like, that's totally atypical. It's, I don't um, know anything about football, but I, I, he's the I'm, goat. I mean, he is the aware goat. enough to understand his role in the world. Yeah. But I think as athletes, uh, this goes, it goes back and forth. You know, they go, okay, maybe this will be my last year. Okay. Maybe this will be my last year. I think there's probably several years that happen. If you're still 
you know, if people still want you to play and you're still good enough to play. Well, and don't you think you get cer- a certain amount of rush when you're at that level, oh like of just keeping people on edge and yes. like seeing their reaction when you decide to play again? Yeah, I mean, he went to the Buccaneers that was a nothing team and then they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, he's the greatest. Well, and I think also there's a piece of like, I-, I feel like this with any career, if you have a career that you identify so strongly with and it truly is like part of what defines you, making the choice to walk away from that... There are, you know, there's consequences to that. Oh, my gosh. And listen, everybody's thinking about that. Absolutely. When you start to hit a certain age, when, as we've seen so many people, the great resignation as we go through COVID, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that. I don't know. I just can imagine that a lot went into that decision for him. And, you know, we have a tendency as out as, you know, onlookers to oversimplify it. Um, but I will say, like, I had some questions because there was a lot of back and forth and a I lot know. of is he or isn't he. That's what I think got yeah. confusing. Adele hold up with Rich Paul after volatile romance added to the Vegas drama mm. is the headline oh, today. Not buying it. I just, can we just, can we all just agree that we'll, to let Adele tell us? <laughs> all right. yeah, we need on. to hear from her. We'll wait we need another her. Oprah interview. <laughs> we love her. I know. We need part two. For thank sure. you, Thanks, Elizabeth guys. Reese. Thank you so much for that dirt alert. When we thank come you. back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to try to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. To get pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello there. Our friend Holly Roberts. Uh, finds us these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Uh, we try to solve them in this little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, celebrity gossip mysteries. Gossip. Oh, gossip. Let's solve this one. This always in trouble, former A-list comic actor was wasted out of his mind and took home a neighbor's cat for two days. Oh my gosh. Because he <laughs> thought it was his own cat. Okay, the way that that came out, I was like, like, because he wanted to get romantic. Ooh. He took the cat home for the night. Oh, uh, no. A always dirty comic trouble. who stole somebody's cat. But wait, there's more. Uh-oh. Two days later, when his daughter came home, she recognized the cat and brought it back to the neighbor. Oh, oh for God. goodness sake. Always in trouble, former A-list comic actor. You know who I was going to say? Oh, comic actor. Yes. Okay. <sighs> who are you going to say? I don't think this is right. I was going to say Andy Dick. Does he have a daughter? Oh! Oh, my God! I didn't, oh my that's God. why I thought it was wrong, because I didn't know he had a daughter. Yes, he has And a, he's a cat thief. Oh, my gosh. Andy Dick has three children. His oh. daughter's name is Meg. And so the blind item goes as following that Andy Dick was wasted out of his mind and took home a neighbor's cat for two days because he thought it was his own cat. Two days later, when his daughter came home, she recognized the cat and brought it back to the neighbors. I mean, so I would just like to correct the record. I said he was a cat thief. Technically, he's a cat burglar. Cute. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'll be here all night. Unlike Andy (laughs) Dick. (laughs) Blinded by the item. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, let's move on to another celebrity gossip mystery. Here we go. It is interesting. The one named former AA minus list singer and actress has new thoughts on what or who killed the A plus list legend. She might start by asking someone who's probably at her Thanksgiving table every year. Ooh. Okay. <sighs> one named. 
Okay. Singer yeah, slash who's... actress? Yes. Oh, is that like a... No. Former. Cher? Former. Oh, no. Former. I would say the per- this person was at the height of their fame in the 90s. They had a television show, an active music career, starred in made-for-TV movies, even had a reality show at one point. Oh, oh wow. I know. Mm-hmm. It's totally Charo. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. You hesitated. And I was <laughs> that like, was what? special. Is it really? That was a big okay. moment. Who was big in the 90s that had their own show that mm-hmm. was like a singer? Mm-hmm. Um, a one-name singer. Yep. Lady? Yep. And so basically what this, blind, while we're figuring this out, the blind item is suggesting that she has somebody at her Thanksgiving dinner who knows about the death of this like super famous person? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh. Let's okay. do our one-name. It's not Madonna? La 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 life with Latoya. <laughs> no, okay. to both of you. I love how you just were like really <laughs> excited to come up with Latoya. Well, because Holly said uh, they had a reality show. Yeah, they had a reality show in the early 2000s. And it was about oh. the birth of their child. Oh, mm. everyone knows that that's Reba. <laughs> <laughs> Except Reba's still on TV. So, um, oh. The birth of their child. Yes, this person oh. starred in her own sitcom. Uh-huh. She had. She was very popular. Her records Why sold we, millions. This is our sweet spot. Yes, and her reality show was on MTV in the early 2000s. I know. Was, I'm really oh, troubled by oh. the fact that I'm not getting this. And it coincided oh. with the release of an album of hers too. I think. I can't 100 percent be confident <sighs> Jeez, about that. Please. Her wow. sibling is also famous. <sighs> yep, Ashley Simpson. No, Jessica Simpson. It's one name. Ashley. Yeah, one name. <laughs> no. I was like, sorry. You're so confidently wrong. Uh, okay, okay, give us give us a letter. Okay, I just have to give it to you okay. guys because Mike Weber, our extraordinary engineer, just yelled it out. Just got it right. Oh, what who was, was it? it? He's not saying anything. Oh, you, let's crack a mic. Come on, Mike. Yeah, you gotta get on there, Mike. Yeah, get because I love that, too. like the engineer knew it before. I know. The two boobs. We're like, well, I don't yeah. know. All right, Mike. Yes. Would you like to give the people the answer? Brandy. Oh my gosh! Of course! But wait, who died? Think about who died. She starred in a version of Cinderella with this singer, a legend. Selena? No. Uh, Oh, wait. Whitney Houston. Oh, oh. And then who would be sitting at Brandy's Thanksgiving table? Oh, her brother yes ray j yes oh okay all right so we all failed and i think that thank uh, you mike Mike deserves a raise (laughs) mike wins today mike mike's mike's (laughs) new show will be on from noon to three exactly (laughs) i'm mike and uh oh man okay well I feel bad. So, so you want to fill in those blanks? <laughs> yeah. So we can all the... deal with our sadness. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's interesting that Brandy has new thoughts on the death of Whitney Houston. She might try Brandy by asking Ray J about what he knows about Whitney oh. Houston. Okay, hmm. What's this all about? This is, seems like a whole separate rabbit hole that we're not familiar with. Because yeah, I have not journeyed down this one. Because Ray J and Whitney Houston... I believe had a thing going on. They dated. It was never official, 
but they were linked, according to the Sun, around the year 2010. Or no, excuse mm. me. They never confirmed their romance, but it was at the time Ray J and Whitney Houston knew each other. It sounds intimately. Re- that does sound familiar. The thing I would like to ask about, though, is what are the new thoughts that uh, Brandy yes. has I mean, been I having? I want the actual details, but yeah. that's the thing that Enti Lawyer never does. Is right. He gives you the... Like he he's like think about this, and then you're like, no, I don't want to think about it unless you give me the answer. Give me the details. Well, here's something from six hours ago. Brandy says, "quote I placed a lot of blame on others for Whitney Houston's death." <gasps> what? Yes. So this is all part of a new book called "Didn't We Almost Have It All?" in defense of Whitney Houston. That's out today. Interesting. Yes. And they quote Brandy in this Yes, book? because Ooh. she writes the foreword of this book Ooh. where Brandy says it's natural for people to want to place blame. I placed a lot of blame on a lot of people, too, when it came to Whitney. We loved her so much and needed something or someone to attach blame to because it was so hard to accept that she was gone. Oh, okay. Well, that puts things into perspective in a way that's not as dishy or juicy as I was thinking it was. Right. Yeah. Okay. But she's just saying, like, we could all blame a lot of people, but. You know, well, what Enti Lawyer is saying is that perhaps Brandy put a lot of blame on her brother Ray J. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting. Uh, okay, well, that was a flop. Can we redeem ourselves? I don't know, but well, let's try. I have to say. This foreign born AA minus list mostly movie actor really needs to cut down on the steroids because his acne is out of control. Oh. What, what, a, what list? A what? And Lawyer's calling this person foreign-born, AA-list, mostly movie actor. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Who's on the roids. Okay. My brain just went to I think non- I think I know where your brain was. <laughs> were you going to say Zach? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's not it him, Hemsworth? so we're good. No, actually, uh. if you go over to this person's Instagram account... You're kind of like, okay, well, I could see where this blind item is coming from because this person has been working on their fitness, has been showing off working on their fitness. Currently, they're making headlines because they're on Instagram and only a towel. Mm. Oh, how did I miss this headline this morning? No what? kidding. <laughs> Who's in a towel? Yeah. Um, this person also starred in a high-profile biopic, giving you some clues. Now, this person starred as another person... A music legend wouldn't need to necessarily have a ripped physique to play this person. Is it Taryn Edgerton? Yeah. Well, how did you come up with that? Well, because she said biopic uh, played. uh, And and now I'm going over to his Instagram because Mm -hmm. I want to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's working on his fitness. But what NT lawyer is saying is that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. An enhanced fitness experience which oh, i can't oh oh oh, oh i well, see what there's okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah, oh. yeah i'm gonna ask you to ken colleen what you said you can't i you know what it is it's the it's my it's my sad it's my sadness <laughs> that we can't what? just accept see him without the towel no <laughs> I just, it's the, my sadness that celebrities always feel that pressure to be so chiseled that they need to be aided by drugs. Right? Yeah, I'm not a fan of taking uh, illegal drugs for a role, and hopefully he's not doing that, but um, I'm grateful for the visual 
uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta take that tall. Sorry, I was just looking <laughs> through the pictures. Sorry. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. Oh, Good fine. thing we need to go to break. So Sorry. You can, was, uh, he really is research. ripped. Holy buckets. Yeah, that's well. a wow. Well, congrats. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, thank you, by the way, Holly, for those delicious blind items. Um, I- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I want to say a heaping thank you to Vulture.com because they unleashed a, a wonderfully hilarious Rachel Handler on a question that we've been asking here on the Colleen and Bradley oh, show. And that question is, what do Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley, quote, agree to disagree about? Mm. We're going to check in with uh, Rachel Handler's take on Ladgers when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's that Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Holly Roberts keeping us on the straight and narrow here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, you guys, uh, we have a publationship that we need to check in on, and we call that publationship Wadgers. Bradley, what is a publationship? It's a relationship for publicity. It's and a coined phrase by the Colleen and Bradley show trademark and service. Thank so, chaos, if Google you use it, it thank you. you can see. Uh, and what's a Wadgers? Rogers is just Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so I saw this came up in my, um, you know, how Google News offers up for you, where they're like, these are the things we think you'd be interested in based on the weird things you click on. And it's a Vulture article by uh, a, a person who I was not familiar with, who I now think is brilliant and hilarious, by oh, the name cool. of Rachel Handler. Hi, um, Rachel. She did a very, very deep dive into the following question. What do Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley, quote, agree to disagree about? Yeah, which this all goes harkens back to a conversation we like shared that was put out on social media, or uh, not on social media, it was put out by tabloids mm-hmm. like, these two agree to disagree and we were like that came out of nowhere why are we seeing this and we rightfully i think we're like a that came out of nowhere you're right bradley but also b like what does that even mean because it was sort of this vague band-aid for this um bizarre kind of 
storyline that played out in real life yeah. uh, between Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley and what they believe and how that manifested, blah, blah, blah. So Rachel Handler, to her credit, and I would hug her if I were in the same room oh, God. as she. You're like going all in. Wow. Well, just because she's hilarious and she's so funny and she takes a deep dive into um, the kinds of weird things that we're into, which is this kind of thing. So she here's how she, and by the way, it there is like in general it is sort of a um I mean it's not a joke. She she definitely talks about their publationship um and what makes each of them each other, but at the end of the day what she's basically doing in a, in a brilliant way is calling foul on their complete narrative. And that's what I appreciate about this because that's yeah. the thing that we've been doing, I don't know, since we first saw them. What I love about this and what it says to me is that like this is something everyone sees. And so I know we tend to think sometimes that we've got our head down and we are doing the due diligence of like digging deep in this celebrity you know lies but it's really not necessarily the um rubik's cube that we sometimes think it is it's just plain for everyone to see that these two are clearly involved in something fake um completely and and again why i i I think this article is so great is because you and i will come on this show we'll open up our microphones and we'll be like you guys look at this is ridiculous do you see how ridiculous this is but what we don't necessarily do is what uh this uh rachel handler has done she painstakingly painstakingly and i mean painstakingly because i feel pain when i read through like point by point goes through their history. So everything from how these two arrived on the scene in the first place to how each of them, uh, what they believed before they found each other, and also what happened after. Yeah, go ahead. Can you give us an example, like just a little taste? I would love to. And here's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to say stuff because we all know what 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 the stuff really was about um, and truly this uh, notion that the two of them agree to disagree on things was in response to the fallout from Aaron Rodgers having COVID after saying he had been vaccinated and then clarifying that he had been immunized, which he actually wasn't. It was just his, uh, you know, he believed that he, whatever. The bottom line is neither of them believe in science science. And remember, they were brought together you probably forgot this because I forgot this until I read this. Do you remember how they allegedly met? No. Now that you say it, I absolutely don't. They were apparently hooked up by their mutual astrologist. Oh, God. Right? Yeah. So, like, I, <laughs> like it started that way, allegedly. So, what I love about this is, again, it, it that which makes total sense. Because if you followed Shailene Woodley at all, I don't know Aaron Rodgers from, you know, dirt. But, but we got to know him and have in in uh, the last you know few months to year because of this publicationship and i will say that it it does not surprise me that they share these like two like we've always thought of her as like a goopy person shailene right. woodley that is well, right like we've not always only thought, of, we her always her thought as, of her that way she's always wanted us to think of her that way yeah and by that i mean like kind of pseudoscience like sort of like faux clay eating you know, sort of naturopathic mm-hmm. experience which you know these are all like real and relevant things that can be a part of people's lives but when it comes to them superseding science we get a little like oh you look a little you know that sounds problematic to people which again should not surprise us that 
this is what drew them together. What else does she like detail that that actually is different? Mm-hmm. You know, like what are the things that they agree to disagree on? Nothing. So that's essentially what the the that's at the crux of this is that when you really point by point break down what they believed before they came together and what they seem to both believe now is that they actually agree on quite a lot and that the agree to disagree statement was very much a um uh, a line formulated by a PR person who was trying to separate Shailene and uh, Aaron Rodgers and specifically separate Shailene Woodley for being blamed for his damaging oh, thought yeah. processes. Now, what but I that's th- interesting, right? Because that's not true, according to, you know, this article, right? Uh, that they agree to disagree. Correct. Well, Th- that's no, what not I'm true. saying is like if they agree on the issue and a PR person is trying to put distance between them, apparently there is no distance. Right. Exactly. And which actually to me begs an even bigger question, which is the following. What was the purpose of their public, like their publicationship, specifically their engagement in the first place? Right. Because. They both came in with these sort of fringe belief systems. Yeah. Um, and they both were sort of like she was fine in her acting career. He was trying to do this, uh, you know, Jeopardy situation, but that sort of came and went. Now, I have a thought about it, but I don't know. I can't prove it. I think he What's wanted to go the Tom Brady route. Like, I think he has designs on. Like straddling celebrity and football. Oh yeah, he want he most certainly wanted to. I would say leave football and become like a major celebrity in a way, and it seemingly failed. I mean, the Jeopardy turn was like a the shocking worst. example. Yeah. Anyway, more. If you seriously go read this article, it's hilarious. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley's going to tell us about a cruise to nowhere.